0: Hello. Welcome.
1: Bonjour. Aloha. Hola. <laughs> All of those things. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Permanent Plus One podcast.
0: The one and only. Take two. <laughs> yes, take two. Do you want to tell them what happened, honey?
1: I do. We had a an amazing show.
0: It was so good. It
1: was perfect. Except for I forgot to plug the mics in and it recorded through the laptop. Yes. So the sound quality was not where it was supposed to be. So it was back to episode one quality. And we've come so <laughs> far. We've come so far. <laughs> this is episode <laughs> 18. So we are going to re-record. So for you, this is the first time that <laughs> you're hearing it. This is
0: your first time hearing.
1: But for us, it's going to be our second time. And so that's it's okay. Take two. It's, it's all good. It's okay. Life happens. Uh, We have some amazing guests for you. We
0: bribed them with food.
1: We'll see (laughs) what happens. (laughs) I've been kind of stockpiling some bloopers. Have Uh, you? You didn't know that. I didn't. That's
0: so good. I love (laughs) a good blooper reel.
1: (laughs) Some of the stuff that I've been editing out of each episode, (laughs) uh, maybe we can have a separate episode that's just like, we'll throw the, the original version of this with the terrible audio quality. But either way. Ladies and gentlemen, you're here at the Permanent Plus One Podcast, the place where marriages go to live. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and Google, Google Pray. Uh,
0: <laughs> pray on Google.
1: <laughs> yes, Google Pray and SoundCloud. Uh, so make sure that you are subscribing to our podcast. Uh, for those of you who are looking to celebrate Valentine's Day,
0: Celebrate what?
1: Valentine's Thank Day. Thank you. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> if you're look, looking for a little uh, music to get you in the mood, um, this is the Midnight Hour, and mm. I'm your host. Mm. Uh, welcome to- <laughs> Is this the quiet storm? It hey, is. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the quiet storm. <laughs> I'm going to slide out of here and slide into something. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you remember what it is? <laughs> If you're looking for a little music to PPO set, Uncut. <laughs> right after <laughs> this is the permanent plus one after hours, oh. uh, we're gonna be playing nothing but the draws dropping music this evening. <laughs> no, but if you're looking for something to listen to, uh, to get you in the mood for Valentine's Day, check out our playlist on Spotify, just search for permanent plus one, make sure you check that out, uh, and make sure that you are following us on uh, Facebook and on Instagram for the latest haps on the craps. Uh, That is permanent plus one spelled out on Facebook and on Instagram. And if you would like to follow me and Kyla separately uh, on those platforms, you can follow me at just call me Alan or follow Kyla at Kyla Woods TV. So with that said, I am uh, (laughs) Alan Woods.
0: (laughs) Yes, you are. Hi, guys. I'm Kyla.
1: Hey, Kyla. Hey. You're looking beautiful. Thank I love you. your smile. I knew it.
0: I knew it. It's fine.
1: And uh, we are here at the Permanent Plus One Podcast. Man, what a day it's been so what far. What
0: a day. What a day. But, but we, we here. We persevered. We out here in these streets. We are here in these podcast streets.
1: Yeah. How you feeling?
0: All right. I'm great. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Good. I'm uh, thankful to have a... Loving and supportive spouse next to me who, um, even though I make mistakes, is uh building me up and encouraging me.
0: We all make mistakes, honey. It's okay. That's why we That's get like my grace. fourth one. Baby.
1: Since what? when? Like since birth. <laughs> oh, <gosh! laughs> my fourth mistake.
0: You see I- what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> see? Oh so goodness!
1: I take it so hard.
0: You do, you do, and it's it's okay. It is okay. Here we are. We're back. We are back. I'm gonna make it great. It'll be even better than the other one was.
1: Yes, we're making podcasts great again. All right. So, looking at the New York Times, um, there was an article that ran um, on Sunday, February 10th, and uh, the title of the article was "For a Better Marriage, Act Like a Single Person." Ooh. So okay. when you first read that, it's kind of some clickbait. Yeah, it's very, it's very scandalous. <laughs> it sounds like, you know, people are going to be random out in these streets. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how most people lived as single people, but I would imagine that the behaviors should probably change as a married person. So when you get further into the article, uh, essentially what it's saying is there are some features uh, and some things that we are f- more focused on as... Single individuals, um, such as building our personal networks Mm -hmm. um, and attention to friendships and Mm -hmm. uh, making sure that those those friendships are, you know, blessing us and that we're blessing them. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, you know, just kind of building, you know, through fraternities, sororities and other, you know, endeavors of that nature that a lot of times once we are married we don't put as much of an emphasis on those things because we, you know, we all know that person, you know, that even before they got married, you know, they get in this relationship and then they, you can't find them no more. You know, it's bowling night and they don't show up or, you know, it's, it's salon night for the ladies or y'all going to the spa and they don't show up, you know, so that person. So it's, it's suggesting that if we continue to build those relationships outside of our marriage, that it makes us a more well-rounded person and we bring those back to the marriage. So, would love to get your thoughts on that um, and any you know rebuttal or agreement.
0: Oh, I think it makes uh, some very valid points and the socialization of an individual definitely contributes to their ability to socialize as a couple, I think. And um, for us specifically, you know, we kind of had that situation when we first moved here we yeah. didn't have a lot of well we didn't have any really networks I, we moved here from my job so I at least had coworkers and people that I would meet through my job um, but for you it was a bit of a struggle because you didn't have that you were working from home at the time and so you, you weren't necessarily having to go out and about to seek any social interaction so right. fast forward six years though and you've made quite <laughs> quite a few <laughs> friendships Slash network slash working partnerships and um, so it's just a different ball game
1: yeah, now. Definitely, and I, and I think for those of you who are potentially new to the podcast and maybe you don't know the backstory or you know about our individual personalities. In the past, we've talked about the fact that you are more of the social butterfly. I am. And when we go to an event, you're working the room, you know everybody's name at the grocery store, even if they don't have any name tags on, <laughs> you be knowing, you know, yeah. how, how they grandmama doing, mm-hmm. like everything, I do. you know? You yep. just, you invest in those relationships and you're that person. I'm a people like, person. Yeah, you are, because sometimes we go to places and you have one... One of those faces. They, they want to talk to you. You have me. that face. People are just drawn they to you. To they they come me. over you and they just strike up a conversation. Oh man, nobody strikes up conversations <laughs> with me. They're like, hey, that that guy <laughs> over there at the M and M's. Like, <laughs> nothing to say to him. Nope. Mm, but just, you like people come over and be like they
0: do. They don't
1: even, not, and, and it's not even the ones that recognize you. Like right, it's, the it's people just right. Re- it's that regular. See your face and you be like, what? she looked like somebody I can talk to. Should
0: I get this onion or the <laughs> other one? Can you tell? Can you feel it and see what it feels like? Oh sure, hear me, me. Sure, I'll do it. You know what? I really think. But did you see the other one over here? <laughs> and it's a whole situation in the store.
1: <laughs> and then you know I'm five aisles over because you are. have left learned, me. I've learned to not deal with the conversation. You, you left I'm I'm staying focused on the mission Mm -hmm. at hand, Mm -hmm. and Kyla is uh, over there hugging (laughs) folks in the aisle and and soothing people and making them feel better about themselves throughout the course of that. You are a joy spreader, and so I think that that's dope. Um, And so as we start to think about, you know, so back back to the article and thinking about how that relates. Like it was more difficult for me to um, start to build those friendships and relationships outside of our home. Um, and I think that ultimately what the article is suggesting is there are some people in marriages who, you know, all that they have is the marriage mm-hmm. and all that they have is the spouse. And they're like, my spouse is my everything. Yep. And when your spouse is your everything, it makes it difficult too when things take place to have those conversations with your spouse. Because right. if you're in it only with your spouse and you have no outside uh, person to vent to or mm-hmm. to bounce concepts or ideas off of it, it can make it difficult yeah
0: yeah it, it can be a difficult and lonely situation yeah. right um so you know we're just saying that what the way that we interpreted the article is just saying that you know it can be very healthy for your marriage for your relationship to also have active social networks outside of your marriage yeah that's it yeah, yeah. But, which I mean, I agree with it.
1: Yeah, especially if you are in relationship with people who also are married people.
0: Yeah, and support or even if they're not married, they mm-hmm. support your marriage and yeah. they support the marriage Definitely. lifestyle.
1: Yeah, the concept <laughs> the, of marriage. Yes. Because there are those people Ooh. who, you know, when you get married, you're like, eh, I probably don't oh, need to hang yeah. out with Tyrone <laughs> no more. Go Tyrone going to have me in these streets. Yeah. 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 Yep. Tyrone going to get me in trouble. Yes. And so you have to know that and understand, and Tyrone got to understand that maybe um, you're not as interested in going and yes. doing the same activities that y'all were doing when y'all yes. were both single, <laughs> that, you know, now that you're married, you, you're you on a different thing. So, yeah. but I think it is important to, because I, I will be perfectly honest, there are times when I'd be like, man, Kyla is tripping. <laughs> and, Me? Yeah. <laughs> and I can go talk to, you know, one of my friends who's also married. Yeah. And they will say, well, did you think about this? Like, Mm -hmm. what if from her perspective, this looks like this? Mm -hmm. Whereas sometimes when it's just you and it's only you in the marriage and you're not you don't have that outlet to talk to. Mm -hmm. You don't have the ability to reframe your marriage right through somebody else's eyes. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's been one of the things that's been helpful for me. And that was one of the things that the article talked about, too, Mm -hmm. is that, you know, women should have. You know that that special friend, and not, and it's not about going out and just telling people y'all exactly. business. Exactly, I think there's yeah. a difference.
0: There, there is a difference. Yeah. yeah, there is a difference. So it's about having a healthy checks and balances mm-hmm. system, and and like you said, just being able to confide in someone or talk to someone without judgment, without feeling like they're gonna run and tell your business. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be very healthy for you as a person and for your marriage for you to have a person or two to go and talk to about that. Yeah. You and, know? It, and it's trust. Yeah, it's it is a lot of trust. Ultimately,
1: it's, it comes down to trust. Mm-hmm. A lot of trust. Because I have to know that I can tell you what me and my wife are going through and that I know I'm not going to hear about it mm-hmm. from somebody else. Right. Because you know, I need those relationships where you know sometimes I It turns out that I'm the one who's tripping. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize it because I wasn't viewing it from your perspective. I was viewing it only from my perspective. And then somebody else that's a friend of mine can help me to see, dude, you was actually Mm -hmm. the one who was tripping. So absolutely. And then I'll come home and be like, you know what, baby, I was tripping. Mm -hmm. And then we're able to kind of move past it. And then it, it helps me to also reflect and validate your feelings. Because there, a lot of times that's what we're looking for, you know, like when yeah. we feel a way and our spouse maybe feels a different way, we're looking for our spouse to at least understand and say, you know what, I understand mm-hmm. why you may have felt that mm-hmm. I was doing this, yep. but this is really what I was doing. And then we can come to a mutual understanding, you know, of how it made you feel. Yep. And it's not me just saying, well, I ain't do that. And that ain't what I meant. Yeah. Now get over yep. it. You know, so. It helps to have yeah. that person,
0: and that's a lot of the reason um, why we even started this podcast. Well, yeah. because we were hearing from people, you know, married couples specifically, that they don't have married friends to talk to, yeah. or they don't have a network of couples, or um, you know they feel lonely, or they feel like they don't have somewhere to go, mm-hmm. or wh- anyone to talk to, or somewhere who that shares authentic, transparent um, conversation and situations regarding marriage. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just want to be used to help in any way that we can, I guess with that.
1: Yeah. And, and I love, you know, speaking of being used, I I love that you are really in tune with, um, with God and with your internal feelings, you know, cause oh, it's really yeah, dope. So like, for example, we were out at uh dinner last week. And you know, you saw this couple, this young couple, they over were in a corner.
0: Oh so in love. Let's call them. <laughs> let's call them Rebecca and Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted them to have names. All <laughs> right. Okay.
1: The, so Rebecca and we Scott. We were out
0: to dinner, right, and they came in, a in after us.
1: In the corner.
0: In the corner. On the same side of the booth, y'all, mm. sitting by each other. Y'all know it's real. It's real. It's real new. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Same side of the booth, and no one was in the Real other lovey. seats. No one yeah. was
0: in the other seats. Just the two of them.
1: Uh-huh. Holding hands. They looked and so sweet. A couple kisses. A couple kisses. At the
0: dinner table.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> they were so sweet. And, you know, we were just, we were, like, literally right across the way from them, so it wasn't like we were, like, stalking them in yeah. the restaurant. We could just see them in plain sight. And they were just so sweet. And I thought. Gosh, it would be really nice if we could, like, send them dessert. Yeah. It looked like maybe they were on the, you know, one of their first few dates. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, he had saved up. It, they fi- saved They up. finally going steady. You know, like it's he, official. he been, he'd been really trying to get at he Rebecca has, for a little while. He
0: talked to her parents. Mm-hmm. Everybody's good. It
1: was like, hey, you know, I want to <laughs> take you out.
0: Take you out. Yeah. So, there they were. And so, uh, you know, you and I talked about it there at, the t- at our table. I wanted to send them dessert and then I'm like, I don't know what kind of dessert they like mm-hmm. and what if they don't even want dessert and yeah. you made a great suggestion of just getting them a gift card in that way that if they could either buy dessert with the gift card or mm-hmm. they could apply it to their meal fantastic suggestion yeah. thank you so um, did that and just walked it over to the table just told them that you know we wanted to give them a, a love token mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know just tell I told them that we you know thought about getting dessert but wanted to you know yeah. just give them a card and they could use it how they wanted to and they were very appreciative. Um, but it's a symbol of love. Love is an action word, yeah. you know what I mean? And so what if we just, when we felt those things, we just acted on them. What if, you know, when we saw the woman in the parking lot who's struggling with her groceries, what if we just walked over and helped her yeah. h- open the trunk and put the stuff in if right. it's windy and raining, or, or a regular day or j- we get those inclinations and, and, you know, like you said, we either talk ourselves out of it, mm-hmm. or we
1: or our spouse brush talks it, off, us out or of it. our
0: spouse. No, come on. You know, we gotta go. Or yeah. well, we got our own bills. Mm-hmm. We got our own. You know, we
1: we ain't so, even buying dessert yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so being
0: I, supportive, I really appreciate you supporting me in that. Absolutely.
1: I mean, I think that that's that's one of the, the the challenges and ways that I've grown too is that you know I make sure that I give you the space to be you. Mm-hmm. Um. So even when we think of the context of this article, like it's saying, make sure that you're investing in your marriage, but also make sure that you're investing in yourself as an individual and we talked about that too when we talked about the miami trip and you know making Mm -hmm. sure that we're going places and doing things that invest in us right so as a spouse we have to be supportive of our spouse when they need that space to do those things so Mm -hmm. if he wants to go watch the game with his boys Give him the space to do that. Don't guilt him and say, well, you should be here. Mm-hmm. You know, like, love should have brought your ass home. You know last- <laughs> I'm sorry. That was the, the Tony Braxton, you know, Halle Berry slash, you. you know, boomerang <laughs> thing. But, you know, like, you know, let them, let the, and, and, and keep it in mind, we also as spouses, and as people in relationships, we need to make sure that we're giving our partner the time that they need, but then right. we need to allow time for them to go do their thing and mm-hmm. then come back. Because I know for us, it gives us more conversations.
0: Yeah. Because for when sure. we're
1: spending time, you know, like if you were to go on a spa date with your friends, mm-hmm. you know, and then I spend time, you know, bowling or whatever, and then we're coming back, we're bringing more conversations and more content to our individual conversations and it gives Mm -hmm. us more to talk about so we think about like the old couples that we see and they still got stuff to talk about and like i've you know they've been married for 80 years and and it's like y'all still got stuff to talk about like (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Pat Sajak and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever old people talk about. (laughs) I don't know. Pat Sajak. Wheel of Fortune is the first thing that came to mind. I like Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Yeah. You know, those are my shows. Okay. Um,
0: But no, you're right. And then often we see couples, older couples, who just sit there and they're silent. Mm -hmm. And they're not even, they're not looking at their phones because they don't have, they don't have iPhones or Mm -hmm. smartphones or whatever. They're looking off at the wall. Mm -hmm. They're sipping their McDonald's coffee because they go there every Saturday and Sunday morning. It's black. black black, black. Straight coffee. No cream, no sugar. (laughs) And, and, you know, we would always talk about how when we would see that, it's like, man, what why don't they have anything to talk about? Mm-hmm. I w- you know, we always say, you know, we don't want to be that. Co- we want to yeah. have conversation. And yeah. So. But then you
1: know. sometimes it's good to just be able to sit inside. Sometimes too. it is. You know, yes. And, and sometimes we need to sit in our separate silence and then we can come back together and, mm-hmm. you know, do all that stuff. So it's dope to, you know, spend that time separately in our own little silos, you know, you can do your yoga, you can do whatever. And then I think that, you know, especially this, this is specifically for the men too. Um, I think it's important for us to make sure that we are creating the time for our spouse because black women, specifically women in general, but black women will do everything if you don't tell them to stop. This is true. So like I think. Or offer to help. Yeah. (laughs) Like I think that there's a time when you know, We should grab the kids and say, hey, we're taking these kids skating. Mm -hmm. You stay here. You do whatever it is that you do. If it's reading the latest book that you've been trying to catch up on or Mm -hmm. if it's catching up on, you know, on demand or Netflix, whatever. We need to make sure that we are being intentional to give our spouses the space, the time, and the opportunity to just – be alone, mm-hmm. um, and and do whatever it is that they choose to do with that time. So I suggestion. think that's important. So and I'm gonna start building that into our calendar. I'm gonna have intentional times. Are you? I am. But sometimes you don't want to. Like I, I was just about to say, so I I offer you. Be like, nah. As the
0: women, we'll be like, what am I gonna do with myself? <laughs> 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 this amount of time, and yeah. you know. So, but you're right. It is. Yeah. It is necessary.
1: We'll put it on the calendar, and yeah. then maybe this time next month you can come back <laughs> and report. <laughs> You know how it was to have that time.
0: We have to be better about. As, that's a part of self care. It we, you is. You know, it's. It goes back to our conversation previously about self care not always being a spa day or always being. Self care might be reading reading your favorite book for an hour that yeah. you haven't been able to catch up on because you've been so busy for the past two weeks. Right. So um, yeah, those 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 little carved out times can really make a difference all right yeah good stuff
1: we're living single Good stuff. in a 90s kind of <laughs> world <laughs> i'm glad i got my girl. girl yes keep your head up what keep your head up that's right
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <sighs> hey guys this is a quick post production edit uh Upon listening to the second interview that we did with our special guests, uh, Kyle and I agree that the first version was better. So the quality on this interview will not be the same as the rest of the episode. Apologies in advance, but we think that you'll love this one better than the other one. All right, as promised...
0: Get you strapped in, guys. It's gonna be
1: some tomfoolery, I'm sure. Oh man, I can't ladies and gentlemen, we have guests in the building. Uh, as we told you previously, we want to try to do guests at least once a month, and so we have probably the most important guests that will ever be on the show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, unless we can, <laughs> I love be- that you
0: said
1: probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably, maybe it depends. Uh, Jay Z and Beyonce might be on here, or Michelle and Barry. Yep. You know. Now <laughs> dude, you guys are like top three, <laughs> top five, dead or alive. <laughs> yep. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for uh, Kelly, Camille, and Ava. Yes.
0: Hi, guys. Hi.
1: Welcome.
0: Hi. We're more important than Jay Z and Beyonce. <laughs> well, today is that a question mark <laughs> or a statement? <laughs>
1: Both. Oh, okay. All of the above. Yes, You're more you important are. to us. Yes, for
0: sure. Not to
1: the culture, but oh, to quiet us.
0: Life. What do you think about being
1: on the podcast? All right.
0: One's a little more talkative <laughs> than the other. Let's just put that out there Kelly, now.
1: Kelly, how do you feel about being on the podcast? Um, all right. All so, right, Ava, That's, Ava what do you think? I'd like to introduce you to something called dead air <laughs> and it's something that we want to try to prevent. Dead air is this thing where people, no one is talking. And, you know, the people who are listening are like, "Uh, what's happening here? (laughs) All right. So, Ava, how do you feel about being on the podcast? You've been a witness to some of our podcasts. Uh, You're usually in your room and uh, we're recording. But today you're a guest. So, how does that feel to be like in the seat? I feel important. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're important. All right, Kelly. Have you discovered how you feel yet?
0: I feel important too good okay there we go we're making progress all
1: right so as you know uh the permanent plus one podcast is a podcast that we do about marriage it's about love it's about family um so when you think about marriage love and family like what's some of the first things that come into your mind anyone you guys okay what what
0: about us that you guys love each other yes we do how do you know Because you show it, and you always tell you, you you always tell each other that you love each other. Okay. Yes, we do.
1: How do we show it?
0: You kiss each other. (laughs) (laughs) That's a happy face you made there. (laughs) (laughs) How else? What else? What else do we do? And you guys spend time with each other. Yeah, we do. Daddy puts his head on your lap. Mm. He does when he's tired sometimes. Your, da- your dad's
1: know. hair is luxurious. You guys know, like he has his hair is a thing. It's Hawaiian silky. <laughs> Why is it important to show people that you love them? Because Kelly, you mentioned that we we tell each other that we love each other, but then we also show it. Why is it important to do more than just tell each other that we love each other? Why so, is it important to show? Because they know that you care. Okay, so if you're sharing, if you're showing them then they really know it versus if you just tell them. Because you can tell anybody that you love them, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. What do you think about that, Ava? Think about
0: what? Nothing. About, uh. <laughs> about showing people that you love them. Why is it important? It, in the same way that we show you guys that we love you, why is it important that we sh- that Daddy and I show each other that we love each other? Because if you don't show each other you love each other, then one of you guys will love you guys.
1: Mm. That's true. I just, that man. is very true. And then, um, so what are you guys thinking about in the marriage category? You guys thinking about getting married late, 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 late in life? No. something. No? Okay. I want
0: to okay. adopt a child.
1: So, but you're saying
0: you might not get married, but you might still adopt a child.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All
0: right.
1: Kelly, what you thinking? I know you got boys yeah. chasing you around uh, middle school. <laughs> you thinking about getting married later <laughs> in life? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Why? Why would you get married? Because you guys got married. Okay. All right. So, so you're saying when you see marriage, that makes you think that that's the direction you should go, maybe? Yeah,
0: no, because you guys look happy.
1: Oh, that's important. You. We are. That happy. is very
0: important. We are happy, and we're glad that you guys can see that.
1: But. You can make your own choices. Yeah. So if Ava chooses to never get married and to adopt a child, that's perfectly fine. Yep. And Kelly, if you decide that you want to get married, that's perfectly fine. When you think of um, love in general, what are your thoughts on love? Like, can you be too young for love? I see it cutely when I
0: think of love. Okay. I think of...
1: one of Lauren Hill's intro, When they talk about love, and they said that you're never too young for love, but you can be in love. Mm. Are you in love? No, I'm
0: not. <laughs> this is not what we're gonna do on the show. We're <laughs> not gonna haze our guards into telling us about their social lives <laughs> at school. Tell us
1: about the time when you was in love, Ava. Yeah. I was never in love. There was someone who liked me, okay. and I didn't Here like go.
0: him, and he was I okay. can't, ugh. <laughs> okay, here we go. That's, I, that's how I feel about the not leading this conversation? At 11
1: and 13, I feel he like, has... ugh. So, Kelly, huh? what's the best part about being a 13-year-old girl? You have more responsibilities, and people trust you. Okay. Because mm-hmm. okay. What do you want to do that you're not able to do right now? She you doesn't want to drive. Yeah. I asked her about driving not that long ago. Yeah, that's cool. She sure. wants people to drive her around for the rest of her life. That's cool. I'm cool with that. Ava, Are what... you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> Super active and wants to drive her everywhere
0: instead of driving
1: herself. Yeah, I kind of, I'm okay with I'm dependency for me right, me right now. I think maybe I want her to, later to be independent, but I'm, I think I'm okay with her depending okay. on us right now. So, All right, Ava, what do you want to do that you're not able to do right now at 11?
0: I want to be a social worker.
1: Okay. Why why social work? Help children who are in homes that their family don't take care of them or their parents don't love them that much. Okay. All right, that's a good podcast. I also want
0: to be a vet. So you want a veterinarian social worker. Hey,
1: I can do both. Sure. You might not have time to do both, but you know, hey. You know, you might. Who knows? You just want to make sure that when you have these goals that you're focused on them. All right. Kyla Woods, any.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) How are you feeling right now? Great. First of all, we talked about the fact that the girls are huge now. They are. Um, This week, Ava surpassed Kelly in height. Yep. Uh, I don't know how that happened in just one week. Because last week at this time, she was still shorter.
0: She had yet another growth
1: spurt. She's been eating this week. She's almost.
0: They're both almost my height. Yeah,
1: How does that feel, it's you know, as crazy. a mom watching them sprout up? And uh, it was just yesterday when we got married and they were little, they little bitties. bitties.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy to watch them grow and into these young ladies. But, you know, it's just it's the next phase of parenting.
1: What's, and what's the most challenging thing for you as a mom and as a woman to prepare them, you know, as you, as you think of preparing them for womanhood and love and relationships, like what's, what's the most challenging part of it for you?
0: It's a lot of hard stuff. The most challenging part for me in this, um, at the stage that they're in right now, uh, as they grow and develop is that I remember how some men looked at and talked to me when I was their age Mm -hmm. and, you know, not knowing what to do with that. So we... But we are very open in communication with them. We talk to them about a lot of things. Um, and I don't, I didn't have that type of dialogue with my parents as much. Maybe they just didn't know what to say, or they didn't, I don't know, I don't know why. But we are very open in having those talks with the girls. Yeah. And so I feel better in knowing that, but there's also think times that we're not going to be around them. And they, you know, so that is my biggest challenge right now. It's just kind of always having that in the back of my mind when they're out and about.
1: Yeah, because there are, you know, always news stories about, you know, these uh, random teachers mm-hmm. or just just people out in the community that are, you know, uh, violating young ladies. And, you know, it's just, it is an extra thing that we are always concerned with and thinking about and something we wish we didn't have to think about. But, you know, something that we have to, it's a part of the world that we have to prepare our girls Um to go into so yeah so kelly you mentioned lauren hill um so when you think about people who sing love songs like who's your favorite artist that sings about love
0: she has a beautiful
1: she does voice. have a beautiful voice. all right ava who sings about love that you like little uzi, <laughs> Lil
0: uzi <Bert>. Hardy D. <laughs> how <laughs> dare you
1: just a little. You you got a little more edge, um, so <laughs> just a taste, just a taste.
0: Gang, what was I gonna say?
1: <laughs> um, um, first person, Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Chris Brown. Mm, That's okay. first person. Think of so when you hear music and you hear how people sing about love, does that help? Does that change the way that you look at love or relationships by the music that you hear or in movies that you see? Sometimes,
0: because. To one of Tori Kelly's songs, she talks about how um, she likes this person, but she only sees the person
1: once.
0: And mm. she can't find him
1: again, and then she finds him again. Mm. And then they follow him. Okay. Is that like how you view love happening? Like a quick like love at first sight like, type thing? Or? No, I feel like
0: that's a dream.
1: Mm. Okay. So in these Chris Brown songs that you hear or other songs that you hear what are you know how are you how does it frame how you think about love in these songs that you hear dancing so love is about dancing okay this is the
0: song tenderness
1: oh that's the, the, uh, uh, the remake that's
0: not even his original song it's yeah. not no Marvin Gaye, teddy pendergrass
1: donny hathaway
0: what donny hathaway
1: pick a song which song are you talking about tenderness. the christmas song
0: the try a little tenderness Who's uh, song I is I thought
1: it, it? was Donnie Hathaway. You can Google. You can hit the Googles, yeah. and then we'll find it out. Oh, no. I was thinking This Christmas. Otis Christ- Redding. I was thinking This Christmas, because that's the name of the song. Yeah. He had This Christmas, or that yeah. was the name of the movie. Yeah. Otis Redding. Otis Redding. Okay. Yeah, because it was the same. Wasn't that the same uh, that Otis came from Jay-Z and, and Kanye, right? Oh, yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're right. That right. same, like, uh, sample. Oh,
0: and Kanye West's song, Only
1: One. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh, the one about Nori. Yeah.
0: I don't
1: it's an old song. It, it came out when when his mom had passed and Nori came, and it's oh, like he's it's talking not. about like his mom talking to yes, yeah. That was it. a good song, and that's about a love between a father and a daughter. That's the kind of love I have for you guys. You know what one of my favorite moments in my entire life has been? When you
0: danced with us at your wedding.
1: It was. That was one of my favorite. Or when moments. we
0: made that um that commercial with
1: us. Oh, that was cool. Oh, when that we was ran great.
0: Outside, outside of the church and. You, you grabbed us by the hands and we ran oh back at the wedding yeah. yes that was, cool. that was
1: great we have a lot of memories and you know i hope to make sure that we can continue to have great memories this will be another one of our great memories is that you guys were a guest here on the permanent plus one podcast mm-hmm. you are by far the youngest guests that we've ever <laughs> sure. had on the show thank you guys for taking time out from your Nickelodeon and yeah. uh, Disney, Disney. on-demand situations. Yes. Uh, I know that Casey Undercover is done, and that Ooh, was, and it was a big tearing deal. you apart yesterday. But you have gotten over it just <laughs> enough so you can come and share with us here on the Permanent Plus One podcast. So give yourselves a round of applause. Job, Thank you for being here. You guys are awesome. Uh, I am proud of you, and I am enjoying this journey of watching you grow into beautiful young lives. Thank you.
0: So, things we found on the interwebs. We've got a good one this week, guys, and you probably came across it at some point during the week. Uh, there's a young man who was uh, participating in Signing Day, which was a big thing this past week, right? Yeah. Um, a four-star wide receiver, mm-hmm. young man by the name of Jacob Copeland. And so, you know, a lot of these are broadcast on live TV. So, right. he was doing his signing at a table full of folks, probably about, hmm. Six people with Mm -hmm. him, his family members, his mom to his right, our left on the screen um, has on an Alabama sweater and a Tennessee hat. Mm -hmm. So she's clearly made her decision. Well, not clearly, but she's, she's got (laughs) two out of the three.
1: She's got two. He had, he had three, he had three choices. So Uh it was
0: Tennessee, Alabama, and Florida were his three choices. Right. So of course he's got the hats on the table. Okay. So it comes down to his moment. He gives a brief little speech. He reaches for the Florida hat, Mm -hmm. puts the Florida hat on. Mom, in her Tennessee hat and Alabama sweater, grabs her big old bag, (laughs) excuses herself from the table on live TV. Like a
1: Viola Davis meme.
0: Like a Viola Davis meme, Mm -hmm. and walks in front of the camera Mm -hmm. and off of the set, because she's not pleased about his choice of college, uh, as Florida being his his college choice, okay? okay? So, a few thoughts on this yeah so of course so this has been widely shared all over social media all week long and clearly the topic of conversation is recruits mom walks off while he chooses his college yeah. right it's not Jacob Copeland's gonna go be a great wide receiver at Florida which okay. is what should be the yeah. headline so for me as a parent um I, I felt really bad for him I felt that she acted very selfishly. I felt that she made the moment more about her than her son um it It was a missed opportunity to celebrate this young man's you know accomplishment of getting to go to a university uh yeah there were there were many levels to it, but my my primary concern was that it just displayed a level of selfishness that I think is unfortunate
1: yeah um i I think that when when you look at this scenario. A lot of times parents tend to try to live vicariously through their children, um, for one. And then for two, a lot of times parents are unable to separate their uh, children being children mm-hmm. um, and them growing into adulthood Yeah. and being able to live with their decisions. There are a lot of decisions that an 18-year-old young black man in America could be making. Um, and the fact that he had opportunities to go to three very large popular schools Mm -hmm. to gain his education and further his, his education and continue to play football. That in itself is something to be commended. Um, and it shows a lack of maturity, um, from my perspective for her to make this situation about herself Mm -hmm. instead of respecting her son in his day Mm -hmm. and his decision, and making it about herself. Mm -hmm. And then even when you see his tweet later on, he said, you know, for those of you who know my mom, you know that she's going to put on a show. And, you know, and and that's something that, it's sad that that's something that he has Mm -hmm. grown into accepting and expecting with anything that has to do with his Mm -hmm. mom, is that she's going to make it about her. And, you know, that reminds me of LeVar Ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, when we think about, these kids and their talents and then this parent kind of stepping in and now it's about me and i'm in the spotlight and i'm tap dancing and doing all this stuff Mm -hmm. and it's like now we're no longer looking at the kids which they are the focus and now we're looking at you because now you want to try to step into this limelight or make the story about you Mm -hmm. and sadly we lose jacob and you know all of the ball kids in this saga Mm -hmm. because parents are trying to make it about them because maybe they didn't make it to the point that they thought that they should have made it Mm -hmm. to or they didn't live their lives and make the decisions that they wanted to live and, and do. There's tons of things that I regret and things that I wish I had done differently, but I'm not going to force those things on my kids. Exactly. I can't give them advice. Mm-hmm. I can give them insights. I can say, hey, I did it that way and this is what happened. Mm-hmm. But I have to get to a point, point. and parents, we have to get to a point mm-hmm. where we allow our grown children to make decisions for themselves yep. and we support them in those decisions mm-hmm. and
0: and it's tough sometimes. It is. It is difficult sometimes. And we're really learning that as parents now mm-hmm. with our girls being older. Yeah. And them coming into certain things, certain sports, certain activities. Yeah. And you really do. It's you, you can encourage them to a point, but you really do have to let them make decisions. And for me, like one thing that, was that really illustrated this for me in this past school year with Ava is an after school club that they started this year brand new is a broadcasting club. Mm-hmm found out about it you know me i'm all excited yeah and you know ava got you know the papers where she was selecting which one she wanted to do and she didn't want to do that one mm-hmm. and i believe not only because of my broadcasting background but i also think that she has a great you know great potential in in that realm like she could
1: her personality and charisma yes. like she would be perfect yeah in that
0: if she was willing to nurture it. Yeah. However, I don't want to force her to because that's my, you know, wheelhouse. I don't want to push her into it. Yeah. So I let her make the decision that, you know, to not do it. So if I was at the school not too long ago and the teachers were kind of like, yeah, we really thought she was going to be in this club. And I said, you know what? I let her choose and yeah. she chose not to. And that's okay with me.
1: And you can't feel away about it. Yeah. I mean, it's like you you would like for her to do it, but if she's not going to do it because she wants to do exactly. it, then it's like you're forcing her into something else that you did. I right. Mean, and we, I'm making it about yeah. me. And when you think about Michael Jordan's son, like, you know, he's Michael Jordan's son. Right. And everybody was like, oh, you know, like you you feel like there's this pressure for you to yeah. become this world-class basketball player, mm-hmm. and we don't know what happened to him. We don't. When we look at LeBron's son, I honestly, if you look at, at some of his videos on YouTube, it's incredible. He has the potential <laughs> of being ten times better than <laughs> yep. LeBron. And he that's does. crazy. He does. But at some point, if he comes to LeBron and says that I don't want to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, LeBron, as a parent, as a nurturing father, even seeing the greatness and potential in his son, Mm -hmm. I would hope that he would be the type of man who says, you know what, this is about legacy, but Mm -hmm. if that's not what you choose for your legacy Mm -hmm. that you're leaving behind. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm leaving a legacy behind already. But if you choose to do something else that you know if you if you choose you know to to play an instrument and that's your mm-hmm. thing or whatever mm-hmm. i think that would be a tough decision oh for, for lebron sure. watching his son because his son is amazing he is amazing yeah. like I've, i'm watching these videos and i'm like and i've seen footage of lebron playing mm-hmm. and lebron was super dope he was. but this kid mm-hmm. is amazing mm-hmm. and I, I could just imagine how difficult it would be to come to accept that your kid wants to go a different direction yeah. but I mean, we all have our choices in life yeah. as adults, and when our kids get to be adults, we have to be able to let them live their lives.
0: For sure. So. It's, uh, I mean, it's just one of those things. Parenting yeah. is hard. It is. I mean, it is hard. Yeah. It is extremely fulfilling and rewarding and amazing, but it is difficult, it and is. we have to make difficult decisions. We have to make difficult sacrifices. It's just one of those things, and I wish that this was a moment where she could have sacrificed her own personal feeling and desire to get up from that table because this young man will not get that moment back. Ever. It will be his singular, you know, his his singular most important moment up in in his life right now. Yeah. So, and who knows if he goes to college and nothing else ever happens for him? It's the moment. It's the gonna moment remember. he's going to be known for, yeah. and so it just.
1: And it's 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 parents like that because if you think, let's say hypothetically, he goes on to the NFL. He doesn't get to choose what team he goes exactly. to. Exactly. So if he gets drafted to a team that she doesn't like, is she gonna get up and walk out then right. too? Like, you know, this this sets a precedent just, that is yeah. unfortunate. And you know, hopefully for him and his mom, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes it, it takes for us to see ourselves from an outside perspective yeah. to change. Um. So hopefully she's seen the videos and she's seen the perception. You know, he was noticeably moved to tears. You know, yeah, you know, just, it, and then she did come back and give him did. a hug then. She did. And it was just like. I hope that that moment means something to them and mm-hmm. brings them closer together as yeah. a family unit and she's able to respect him as a man because he is a man. He is He's a her man. son but he is a man. Yeah. And so, you know, hopefully she's able to respect his decisions moving yep. forward because yep. I can understand how that would be difficult, yeah. but
0: can you imagine the, the females that date him? <laughs> Lord that's a whole that's another podcast walk
1: out every time man that's the one you chose who is this little girl (laughs) you should put on a different one (laughs)
0: who is this little girl you brought home
1: (laughs) oh lord well man good stuff great stuff and this this was a great episode uh thanks for being patient and re-recording shout out to our guests together i know but you know it's
0: I know Sometimes it's, all, it's, it's, the, it's only the fourth mistake you've ever made in your life. In life.
1: But, you know, there, there will be one or two more, I'm sure. Hey. But, uh, you know, and thank you for you just being you, man. I love you. And, Honey, I love you. You know, I just... I love doing this really, life with you. I, me too, man. I'm just really thankful for your support, too. You're, you're really dope, and I love that about you. Always. cakes. Yeah. So... That's it for this one. It
0: is. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate all of your support, all of your encouragement, all of your um, tweets and retweets and posts on Instagram and hitting us up in comments and letting us know how much you're enjoying the show. So we really, really appreciate uh, all of that. So please keep them coming. If you ever have questions or anything, please let us know that as well. We're going to keep this thing moving.
1: Yeah. Share this episode wherever you share stuff. And until the next time, love each other. And go see Black Panther 17 times.
0: Hey, welcome to (laughs) Wakanda.